0: From the front lines. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We We are are the Forum Forum for the fans. fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve.
1: We are the phone for the fans, the Bleed Blue Show. This is the Big Blue Roundtable uh, preview episode. versus the Philadelphia Eagles here. Uh, the Giant fans are going to have their thoughts on the matchups on this game. Uh, filling in for Chris. Shout-out to Chris. And uh, Chris uh, could not make this episode, and blessings and thoughts is with him and his family. So if you uh, have the conversations with Chris offline, feel free to give him a shout-out. He's pretty much sure he will be glad to hear from you all. So I'm going I'm to help lead the charge and get ready for this week's uh, matchups versus uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, these are our streaming devices, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, all these platforms. If you have access to any of them, to check out all of our episodes, com- combination. It, the combination. The way I look at the Bleed Blue Show is kind of like Voltron. We're kind of a collaboration of fans, sports fans who just come on, and we speak our opinion on what happened. During the course of any of the games that we talk about, you know, whether it's the football, hockey, basketball, boxing, whatever, college football, our teams, you know, that's what we're here for. It's good camaraderie, it's good, com- it's good uh, uh, that people have live discussions in the digital world because most mostly stuff is on digital because of social media, but but you still got to have actual conversations, and this is why we're here. Um, real quick. Um, let me see. What did we discuss this week? We didn't do any of the baseball, and I probably have to do something sometime towards the end of this weekend. I'll probably get to that. Uh, you know, on the Yankee side with the judge signing uh, coming back. Uh, surprising to me, if you got to be quite honest. But um, let's see Tuesday. Let's see, we talked with the ranked podcast with Ranger Proud. Uh, we talked about there's a lot of up and down with that team, and then then again to a lot of around the NHL. I might have to do that on a side uh a side discussion or side podcast or side uh episode. And I've been meaning to do that more and more. are gonna do that more on the Anchor app. Shout out to the guys at Anchor. And then uh let's see, let's see. That was Wednesday was yesterday, so we had the Knicks game or the Knicks one, over the Hawks and we talked with. Uh, shout out to Dom on that episode, Mr. Live and Nickebacca we talked about uh, the win and the things I like from that. But I got to get it around to the NBA as well. And I, I, I think I'm going to try to tackle that sometime, maybe Sunday or Monday or whatever. Uh rest of the league and stuff. But today's game week with the Blue, Big Blue and um versus the Birds, man. The Birds come in here with one loss, one division loss, that Monday night game versus the uh, Commanders. And uh, we got a lot of matchups. Um, I got a lot. Of, I already wrote it down. I wrote it down. A lot of questions i got for the stakeholders on as far as matchups. This is a tough task, and especially with the injuries piling up with Saquon Barkley with the neck. We don't know the severity of that is, and that kind of of gives me flashbacks with David Wilson back in 2012 with that, right? Hopefully it's not serious. Leonard Williams, I don't even know he's going to play. Remember, we saw him on the sidelines in the game last week in that tie versus – the Washington Commanders or Dory Jackson. We need every cornerback we can find in New York. <laughs> and then you can't go you can't go against that roster, the Philadelphia Eagles shorthanded, especially on the outside. And then we got all the other matches, interior, you know, O line, D line things of that nature. Let's talk about it. Nineteen nine four seven seven four one seven. One filling in for Chris. Four pick em games. I'm gonna write it down right now. Minnesota at Detroit. Uh Miami at the Los Angeles Chargers. New- England at the Arizona Cardinals, and of course our game, uh, Philadelphia at the Giants. Let's let's get a roll call going and get into the dialogue. And uh, Carl, what's up, man? I saw it. I see you were there for a little bit. Uh, Say hello to the people. How you doing, sir?
0: Hey, Stephen. Good evening. Good evening. We are back for more pain. We are back for more pain.
1: More pain. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about how we stomach this one. This is this is a tough task, man. This is a tough one. Uh, let's uh, shout out to you. We'll, we'll lead off with you, of course. And then, of course, this is Bakes. Shout out to Bakes, man, from the front lines, Frontliners NYG, on the uh, on the Twitter and the NYG Frontliners on the Gram IG. What's up, dude? How you doing? Oh yeah, Frontliners on the Facebook page.
2: What's good, family, uh, man? Uh, I'm just here, man. We uh, we're gonna talk about it, but like you said, it's a It's going to be a tall task, but uh, we're here.
1: Yeah, we are. We are. Um, Got the picks from Lady Blue. I see it. I'll read it off a little bit later for the confidence picks uh, in about 45 minutes from now. Uh, Carl, we'll lead off with you. But, um, I mean, there's so many ways you could look at it, even just uh, we need this division game battered after the tie versus Washington. Um, The injuries doesn't make it any easier. Uh, and I have a lot of specific X's and O's questions I want to ask You guys tonight um, But, but we'll, we'll start Broad level and then we'll start Cutting through the white meat as far as uh, The matchups and divisions So Carl when you look at this matchup uh, Philadelphia and the Giants uh, right now uh, Just broad level how do you look at it I'm going to jot down whatever you say we go to Bakes after that and, we'll, and then anybody Calls in or anybody gets on or we'll bring them on as we go
0: I think the biggest factor in the game Sunday really has nothing to do with X's and O's. Um, Personally, I think it's a matter of how serious the Eagles take the game. And I think what I mean by that is, and you'll probably know it in the first, like, four series of the game, whether or not the Eagles come out and try to attack or are in a mode where they're just kind kind of lollygagging through the game. Maybe the game is close at the half, and then the Eagles pull away in the second half. Because just kind of on the surface, you know, there's no real, um, there's no matchup as it stands right now where the Giants have an advantage. Like if you just look at it, just you know, Giants run defense against Philadelphia, no. Giants pass defense against the Eagles receivers, so as you just talked about with the injuries. There's not a matchup there, and then you flip it over you know, the Giants offense trying to figure out some way to run the ball right now, even though the Eagles defense on the ground has been spotty, but the only issue with that is that that is sort of dependent on how the game is going, because if you've watched Eagle games this season, when the games have been relatively close, that's when their run defense has been a factor, but as the game, as you saw on Sunday, uh, against Tennessee, now they were playing at the same time the Giants were playing, but I had the game on on the side, and how the Eagles have sort of played this all year is that, you know, once they get up, you know, 14 points, 17 points, and they've done that a lot this season, you know, despite the fact that Derrick Henry was playing for Tennessee, the second the game got out of hand in the first, you know, 15 to 18 minutes of the game, well, you're not going to run the ball when you're down 17 to nothing. You know, I think the Eagles were up, I think, was it, what was the score that happened? Was it 28-10 or something like that? Like, once you get into that mode or once you get into that part of the game, you're not running the ball anymore because it's too late. You, got, you have to figure out a way to score points through the air. And as the old saying goes, you know, points come out of the passing game. You, you can't run your way to 30 points. And so if I just sort of threw out a number right now, like if I said the Eagles would score 24 points on Sunday – can the Giants match or exceed that number. And if the answer is no, then that's going to be a, a big problem. I think the Eagles are averaging like 30 or 31 points a game this season. So I'm just giving them seven point, I'm just giving the Eagles seven points off the average. And that's going to be a situation that's going to be tricky because I'm as I'm envisioning this game here, Kind of like what New England, kind of like what Buffalo did a couple weeks ago to, to the Patriots. Like the, the Eagles can approach this game where they can just decide, you know, we're just going to go bombs away and we're just going to run them out the gym, or they can take a more measured approach where the Giants are just taking away every big play. The Eagles can just say, okay, we're just going to run the ball here. We'll take our four yards. We'll take our five yards, and we'll just sort of play a, a clock game with you, where they in turn have the ball for 37, 38 minutes and then just come out of the game basically at twenty four to ten because you don't have enough possessions to score. So those are the that's the way I look at the way this game is set up. But of course as the Eagles one loss showed, you know, if they turn the ball over three times and then have the sort of the lollygag that they that they had, um, I would say against the Colts and maybe even one other game this season, well then things kind of open up a little bit. But you're going to have to turn the Eagles over for this to be a factor. If it's just sort of clean with no turnovers at all, there's not going to be enough possessions for the Giants' defense to stop Philadelphia and for the Giants' offense to score 24 points.
1: Yeah, that's a great point because you brought up up. If, if Philadelphia doesn't come into the game lackadaisical, they have done that. About I'll say 25% of their games, like, they have that in them. Hopefully, if they I, – I, that's tricky because it's a rivalry game. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of Eagles at night. I really do. Let's go to base and get his thoughts because I think those are great points. Like, you know, they were down 14 nothing versus Jacksonville at home. Eagles came back and won that game. Remember the Thursday night game? They went to Houston and Houston. And it was a close game at half. And then Eagles decided to play football and pulled away. That's just – they had that in them.
2: Let's go to base and get it started Yeah, Steve, I, I, I think, you know, this is not a good matchup for us on any front. Um, with the simple fact that our, our best offensive weapon is Saquon Barkley, and everyone in the league knows that. And then we are also in a passing league. We average little less than 20 points, and they score, they average 30 points. And that's our problem is, is scoring. I mean, our defense can relatively keep us in the games where we don't usually we don't normally get blown out usually by fourteen points or whatever. But we can't we can't get over the off. We have to basically play. We would have to play perfect football to win most games, and which means penalties, no penalties, no dumb plays. And we're not doing that right now because we have. Second and third stringers playing major major starting roles with with key injuries all across the board. Um, we got uh, we got lackluster talent at the offensive end because of injuries, and it, it's it's a, it's a tough matchup. You know we don't have our starting DBs, and they have two Pro Bowl wide receivers. One one you know Brown is really big, and the other guys, small and fast, you know, both talented and they, they put the ball down the field and we don't generate a real pass rush, even with, you know, uh Thibodeau playing okay, but he's not really getting there, although I feel like he's getting held a lot of time or double team and then we got injuries on the line. It it it's tough. We don't do anything particularly well besides well, we used to we ran the ball pretty well in the second half so everybody figured out what we did. And then what kind of pisses me off is the rollout plays that we run, they're effective, but what happens at least 30% of the time? We get a holding call or an eligible man down the field when we make a good play. And so there's no discipline. There's no discipline because you, you keep doing it, it keeps happening. So it's it's it leaves a lot of concern. I think the Giants are capable of keeping the game relatively close, but they don't, they just don't generate enough points and they can't score on defense either. So, or on special teams. So, you know, Danny, Daniel Jones plays decent game management style football. You know, every now and then you see flashes, you get Slayton on the field. And then what does Slayton do? One out of one of the three, he catches one, he drops one, you know, so it's like the lack of consistency. And, um, I know. I know. Duval uh, is 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 putting out what he has there, and what he has there is not a lot, and so that's the problem. I mean, he squeezed as much juice out of the orange as he could squeeze when we got that fast start, you know, and came up with those seven wins, and well now we lost two or three in a row. Well, I I'm sorry, guys. I count last week as a loss when that's a winnable game. To me, that's a loss. We left too many plays on the field last week. Where we could have won that game, that was a winnable game, and we have we don't have any division wins. Now I know it's a rivalry game, and when it's a rivalry game, you can throw everything out the window. But as far as talent and you know, you know, momentum and trending, even though it's a home game, it's a tough, it's a very tough matchup for us. But I know stranger things have happened. But right now, it doesn't bode well. But um, I don't know what kind of plan they're gonna have. The the best way is to really is to slow down their offense. And how do you slow down an offense really? Is like you keep them off the field and you run the ball. But they're gonna stack the box because they know we can't they're not allowing I'll say they're not allowing Daniel Jones to throw the ball down the field. Um, not that like we can't. They're not allowing him to throw the ball down the field. And so it's a it's a it's a cause for concern. I'm very concerned.
1: I agree with you, man. I don't have a logical reason how we beat them. I'm going to be honest. Like, I really don't yeah, have a logical reason. We don't have a formula. I mean, so doesn't, we don't do anything really well.
2: So right now, you know, we still have offensive line problems. It's just like we're not good at anything particular right now.
1: Yeah.
2: But we you know, you don't. You're right. Play, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 I sound like you're a Debbie totally Downer. I'm trying not to, go we're seven and four no, no, you're, you're but being right honest. now. No,
1: no, 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 my brother. No, 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 no. It's not about being a Debbie Downer. You're being honest. It's okay to be right. honest, man. You're, you're being honest, man. It's cool. I, that's why I respect you and Carl, man. You you you, you think basically, you know, if it, if it was going, if we were going to win, you would say that. Or I mean, I'm not saying you didn't even predict the game. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're predicting what you know, what you saw up until this point. It's logical. Like, it's okay. Like, that's a, that's why I love when we do what we do when we come on here because it's not like you can't say something reckless, like we're going to win 49 nothing or something. Like, okay, how? You know, it's not a feeling, right. you know?
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. I mean, there's always a chance when you line up every Sunday, but a lot of things are going to have to go right for us and a lot of things going to have to go wrong for them for us to win.
1: Right, right, exactly. It, it, it kind of, okay, I'm not going to go that far. Because that team was actually better. When I say go back, I'm going back to 2001. No, 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 2000, the NFC Championship game, where we, I thought we had a good team under Fossil. And right. I, I don't think a lot of us even gave us a chance at home versus the Vikings. And we yeah, put it on 41-0. I, that's I did my, not.
2: I did not. And I didn't, I didn't expect us to roll and shut them out. You know, I didn't even see the first half of the game. I, 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 was in, I was in grad school at that time, so I had a study session that, that day, and I had to go um, for a group project. And I called my buddy, and he told me to score. And I was like, man, stop lying. And sure <laughs> enough, we rolled. So, Stranger Things, you know, I mean, anything can happen in a division game. So, I'm not, I'm not just saying, like, all right, yo, we're going to get our ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Um, we show up. One thing I think the Giants do the Giants do show. We don't never lay down. We do show up. Even in the Dallas game, but, I thought that, we were going to get that, our ass handed to us in the Dallas game. But
1: that is actually and, a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Do you think this might be the one game that pops up where we may lay down? I haven't shown it all year, but sometimes that happens with teams. You know, they'll fight, and then they have a dud. I, no, like a I, dud. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think because
2: I think they're really playing for the coach. I just think, I just really think we just don't. Between the injuries and what we currently, have, we don't have all the tools needed to win, and then we don't play a particular consistent kind of ball. Like we usually don't score in the first half, score more, and you know we'll they'll get a lead, and then we'll chip away and make make a couple plays, and you know pl- you know we'll, we'll close out a little bit, and that formula doesn't because they didn't have a formula before we were able to get away with that for such a long for for the first half, but. Teams know what we try to do now, and it stopped. And then once we, if, we, if we ever get down too much, it's over because we can't throw back into the game. We can't run back into the game. You know what I'm saying? So we don't do anything particularly well. And it's challenging, you know. So, you know, but we're here for it.
1: Right, right. Um, listen, this is, this is a tough matchup. Uh, the guys hit on some good points. And, and, Carl, you're right. Um, I don't know the energy or the body language Philadelphia is going to come out with, you know, if they're going to come out flat or they're just going to come out, uh, you know, just rolling. I, that's a good question. And Because they have shown some games in their uh, schedule this year, like the Jacksonville game when they were down 14 nothing at home. The Houston game where they kind of you – no, know, Houston's a terrible team, but Houston – uh, they played with more energy, and Philadelphia didn't come out with that energy until after halftime, or even that cold game, like you guys mentioned. Um, that that was an all day game to, to to fight off the cold Um, now you know if let's say Saquon's not playing today or or, or on Sunday, that's going to be Breida and what Brightwell to handle the rock, and hopefully we could get some production behind our offensive line for a second straight week, where they're going to be more intact. Um. You guys mentioned the the, uh, the Eagles uh, wide receivers. I kind of that too. I mean, don't get it twisted. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Ques Watkins. When they'll use him out of the backfield, I will also look at the opposite, where they probably have the best duo corners in the league, and Darius Slay, and, and we already know James Bradbury, who could be a Robin to Darius Slay. They could get very you know man up, up you know, their man coverage on the outside, and let their Front four do whatever they need to do to get to the quarterback. They they have to me a, a, a solid guys on the island, and we don't even have a lot of receivers to really game break like that. We can't depend on. I mean, we can't have slate um, and dropping balls. I mean, he'll make some big catches, but they'll have some big drops, like the big drop in the Washington game. Uh, the line. This is a game also with linebackers. You kind of need good linebackers. RPO situations with Jalen uh, Hurts. And this is where I think the Giants get burned. And not necessarily, you know, whether it's Dexter Lawrence up the middle on the line of defensive tackle or or nose tackle or Leonard Williams is out there on the edge. To me, it's the linebackers knowing how fast they can read and react to RPO action. Because Jalen Hurts, I mean, that's what he's been doing since high school. I mean, and and the thing is, he's always been a good player. and He just had a bad what. Half, I think he had one bad half in the um, in in the national championship game when he was playing for Alabama. Outside of that, he's been undefeated the entire you know Alabama high school. You know he's he came in there drafted behind um, to be behind Carson Wentz, and he's really I mean he he's a very 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 good football player. Um, but no Leonard Williams this week because of the neck. And, you know, that's that's precaution right there. The same thing with Daniel Jones last year with his neck, Sa- Saquon Barkley with his neck. No, no, it, I don't even know the status of Dory Jackson. I think he had the knee. I don't know if he was a, a – I don't think he participated in, in practice. You know, I, I, if there was ever a silver lining, if there was something you can exploit in this utilization of your tight ends, like to go to Hudson or Bellinger. And I thought Bellinger looked good last week in his return with the visor. I mean, you just rely on guys who are sure catching and, and try to get yards in five to six chunks. I mean, it's going to be repetitive. But, that, I mean, maybe the Eagles are going to be already be waiting for that. Uh, Carl, I got a, definitely a question for you. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask. But I got the question as far as Lane Johnson. I think we all familiar with him. And, mm-hmm. and th- I think he's – He's always been a very, very good tackle since he came over from uh, Oklahoma, right? But I, I, thought, I thought the pass rush last week showed some signs finally with Ojolari and Thibodeau. And I don't know how creative Whit Martindale wants to get creative. They would have liked to double the, the weak side of L- uh, Lane Johnson. That would be the left tackle side. That would be the strong side for Jalen Hurts as a righty quarterback. How would you like to attach the Eagles' tackles at the edge with Lane Johnson? Or how do you well, how, how do you play – attack defensively if you're Wayne Martin? Though, is pretty much the question, specifically with, you know, Ojolari, Thibodeau, or anybody who's going to come off that edge. Like, how do you figure about that? And then what other things are you looking for at this game that, that may help the Giants to um, stay in this game or eventually perhaps even try to win the game?
0: Well, this particular week, you know, the best offensive line in the league has been Philadelphia um, this season. And, you know, Johnson and Kelsey, you know, man, you know, these guys, I was thinking about it the other day, Uh, I think it was probably Monday or Tuesday, I was thinking about it, I said, Kelsey and, and Johnson have been in the league 10 years now, you know, and they are still 10 years in, producing at such a high level, like can you think i'm trying to think of the last giant lineman that played 10 seasons and still at a high level is like i keep i think I, th- I was thinking about was it snee and i don't even think snee even got the 10 years before he finally had the you know bid do for 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 a career like it's almost unheard of to have you know usually if you get mm-hmm. one guy playing 10 years hey you know that's you know more power to you but if you to have two guys like that to do that is, is amazing so you you know. This is you know. Hey, listen, this is a, you know, a chance for young Thibodeau to you know no, try to make Snead. a name for himself. Yeah, yeah, Snead came. You're in right, the Same year as he he Eli.
1: Yeah, he came out of Boston College. Uh, everybody else on that line: Jimmy Deal. Uh, let's see who else was on that line at the time. Because Sean O'Hare was uh, from the Cleveland Browns, so he got him in the trade. Yeah, McKenzie uh, came over from the Jets. Richie Seibert. But he's not, was he undrafted. was good, but he was
0: in like, we're talking about
1: level, like levels to this. So, yeah, you're, you're right. I think it would be a yeah. C for the Giants,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey and Johnson are, are borderline Hall of Fame players right now. And Johnson might end up just going outright to the Hall of Fame. Like you he, ask
1: me, they're in. Yeah. They're, they're, oh,
0: they're definitely And good. so, yeah. yeah, and so, you know, you're hoping on those particular players to have a bad day. Usually takes a very special, either a special day out of someone or a very special player. You know, maybe this is a day. Yes, you know, we saw Thibodeau. He's been coming along the last couple of weeks. He hasn't gotten the full results that the um, that he should be getting. It's not necessarily his fault. Sometimes you know, the quarterback gets the ball away, or you you just miss it by a half second. But you keep you know you keep going at it. You keep going at it, and eventually you know it, it works out for you. Um, you know, I thought that Washington had some O-line issues in that game on, on Sunday as it was. So I think I look at it like this. I think it's going to take a collective effort because I don't think the one fear I have is that they're going to try to blitz Philadelphia. And that's the last thing you want to do because as Tennessee found out the hard way, you want to, you want to play A.J. Brown one-on-one? You, 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 you want to take that chance? I've had it, but I'm telling you right now, that is not going to be the result that you are looking for uh, when that ball's up in the air. So I think the Giants have to figure out a way among all the four guys on the defensive line to just play the best game that they can play that they've played all season long, and 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 just try to control the Eagles that way. If they can't, then you know there's not much there's not much you can do.
1: I mean, there is a possibility though guys do get hurt in the course of the game. So that's a, yeah. that will play into our advantage if guys from that roster start dropping, but that, you know, that's, that's, that comes with the ebb and flow of the game. So, I mean, sometimes a guy can get hurt here or there. Um, so really, just looking at it from a perspective when guys are available and healthy, but you know, guys do get hurt and, you don't know if Lane Johnson may get hurt during a game, or Kelsey. I mean, that that, that has that has happened with them before in the past, as much as well yeah. as or as well they have played in their career. So that that is one thing to look at. You have a question for Beggs if you want to go uh, from there.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think you were with us on Sunday. Um, I wanted to ask you, and this is sort of a, I guess as, as we've come down the stretch here, this is sort of, um becoming a, an issue you know the coach at the beginning of the season was talking about playing aggressively <laughs> to win as opposed to uh playing conservative and and losing uh this past i think it was monday he was asked about basically that quote this past you know this you know in regards to what happened in that game on sunday where they basically decided to play for a tie and his response was very Um, much different this time around than it was at the beginning of the season where he basically said, well, you know, it's later in the season, so now, you know, you can't do what we kind of said we were going to do. Do you believe, based on what you've seen the last month, that the coach now, with pressure on him and a level of expectation, is coaching scared? Because I I find it very revealing that suddenly now that there's a little bit of expectation on the team, that – suddenly the team has gotten more conservative the last three to four weeks. Oh, I was waiting for Bates. Bates, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: here. Well, yeah, I definitely agree that
2: he's he's um the coaching from a more conservative place I mean, I mean, I don't know if you guess he sees that the uh playoffs are very close from a wide uh a wild card perspective, but you started off the season being a gambler and a risk taker now of course suffered a lot of losses um injury wise and we can't you know we can't produce as much points as we want and now we're a known entity we were an unknown entity before, but now we're a known entity, so maybe that's changed his mindset I don't know, but the it's definitely playing it a lot safer that half that half time play where we could have he didn't want Daniel Jones throwing into the end zone, so he made him run, and then ended up kicking a field goal. Um, that is, I mean, that has been an issue with New York Giant football for like the last ten years, where we're we're getting in the end zone and we're not we're getting in the red zone and not scoring points. And it's an issue. It's a pet peeve for me. It's a it's an issue, and you know, because if we would have got the touchdown there, I even tried to. Okay, we could say on one half that if he threw an interception and we didn't get three points, we would have lost the game. But to me, a tie is the same as a loss. Then when you 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 it was, it was like an out of division opponent, I could understand. It didn't help. If it didn't help, and to me, it hurt. I don't see what he got anything to play safe for. You know, I guess you know because no one. I mean, me personally. I wasn't expecting much this season. So, yes, was it energizing? It was thrilling. I went to four games and saw four wins. I've never been able to do that. I was undefeated on the road this year. I can't say the last time I've ever been able to. I've been on the road and seen nothing but losses. So that was exciting. I'm glad that the team is trending in a different area. But to me, at this first year, you have nothing to lose. I mean, play to win. At this point, we just got to play to win. It's hard to see three more wins. We get, I think if we get to 10 wins, we have a good chance of making the playoffs. I don't know if we're going to do anything in the playoffs, but we have a good chance. Play to win. I mean, there's, you got nothing to lose, you know? But I, I don't really know why he changed the way he's thinking now. Or his strategy.
1: Do you think? He does seem. Well, let me ask you this. This is actually a... a Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, because this is actually a kind of a a, a a piggyback or carryover to what call asked, based off perspective of where we are currently at this season. Because you said we have nothing to lose, would your okay? Is, would your mind or mindset be different if we were under five hundred and we're kind of out of the playoff pitch and we're just kind of letting it go? Where the schedule played to the point we play more of the cupcake guys early on. We actually. Piled up wins, and then now we're actually still in the playoff hunt with a ch- chance to make it. And now they're saying, Okay, the team is saying, Okay, with this play calling, well, let, you know, let's just continue what we kind of been doing. We, you know, we kind of took a little bit of the foot off the pedal to make certain plays to live for another day because we're still, you know, maybe we do have a chance to make the playoffs. So, we don't have to always go all out and risk certain things With despite all these injuries that have piled up. I mean, how do you look at it from that perspective since we were kind of front, I wouldn't even call it front one because some of these games, the Tennessee game you were at, or both of you guys were at, um, there's another game in there that we, oh, the uh, Baltimore game, right? Games that I think a lot game, of, yeah. nobody had to win So we kind of, like like, that, like we had that casino money, got that house money. Yeah. So man, maybe well house how, money. how do you look at it no like, from one, that perspective?
2: Yeah, like I said, no one expected us to be, like, I know, a majority. And I'm not talking about that, that person that always said, yeah, we're winning. Cause I had some dude messaging me the other day when we were winning and was like, yeah, we're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, bro, relax. Mm-hmm. Long season. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying that to say, no one thought we would be, even at four at this point, remember all these other years, we're still in a great position. What I'm saying is keep doing what you did to get here. You know what they say when, when you meet a hot girl, right? And you got her, and then you marry her. You got to do what you did to marry her to keep her. You know what I'm saying? We we've been we've been gambling since Tennessee. Why stop now? Only thing that's changed well, is that we've had significantly yeah. injuries and things like that.
1: Exactly. But <laughs> that is a big game, deal. Though. If we
2: lose, if we lose the rest of the games this season. Is anybody here really going to be mad? Because I didn't expect I you know, I said, "Yo, we got a chance to make the playoffs." And I circled the games and some of the games that we I thought we were going to lose, we won. The uh Vikings game. Um uh, not the Vikings game, sorry. Um uh the Baltimore game was a game I circled. The
1: the, the 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 even though I went
2: to London, the London game I thought I know, I don't always say like, "I don't know." You know what I'm saying? The London game. Games I did expect us to win. The Detroit game, we lost. I expected us to split with, with the Cowboys. We lost. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, we took L's on those. Although the last game, I thought we were going to get run off the damn field. But we didn't. We showed up with some moxie, but still lost. So it was like, to me, keep playing that way. That's what I'm saying. Playing safe, to me, you're sorry. I, I, I just don't. That's never how I live my life. You know and I'm saying playing it safe, you gotta gamble. And if anyone I don't think management expected us to win, to go to the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? We weren't like a polished team and we're still not polished. So do what you gotta do to win. Right. Now you're second guessing and making these these safe these safe plays. No, it's it's you know, you went for two I, in Tennessee. So in the halftime and you're at the twenty and you're running with fucking Daniel Jones? No, put that shit in the end
1: zone. Give someone an you know, i want to, to make the play. play. I, I forgot. I got to go back and look what happened. Who the, who the person that was on the field for both the Giants and the uh, Commanders you at the time? Because I don't that remember. Goal. That was like, a field goal that that tied it back up.
2: I think yeah, it was allegedly like 14,
0: fourteen. Yeah, cool. allegedly. They said that Jones had two options to either throw the ball or to run the ball in that situation, allegedly. I don't know if this is true. That's what's being alleged. And, of course, yeah, Jones took the he wrong ran decision. ran right center and got like three yards. <laughs> he
2: didn't get the first down. And I'm like, with, with Tom running down on the clock, why would you
1: run? Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know. listen. I, I, I take your word for it. I take your word for it. Don't get me wrong. You know, it, listen, I'm going to have to say something crazy. Not even crazy, but just, you know, I'm not really the one to defend Daniel Jones, but let me uh, hear it. I got I to gotta get on my pro bono shit real right quick, man. Listen, listen. Because you, you, you said it you said it this episode. It's not really crazy, but think about it like this, bacon Carl. Like, he is throwing to Richie James, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, and we have no idea what no guys they I mean, this is kind of like the worst quarter receivers in the league. So, like I said, league, I have to go bro. back and see what happened. And, 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 and you have Daniel Jones at your quarterback because he's not a gunslinger to begin with. Now, he did th- throw some deep ball. He what, threw one deep ball to Slayton, and they could convert it for a 55-yarder, right? But then there was another big pass play that Slayton dropped. So, the point I'm trying to say is. I'm these guys are not game breakers, so it's hard to not. it's hard to criticize They're not. They're not. the roster. And then two of your wide receivers are hurt: Shepard and um, uh, Wandell Robinson. They're out for the year, right? You're already depleted right there. Then, oh, the other You dude traded who, your first rounder, year,
2: and then you, right you traded your first rounder, which rightfully so, probably the best thing that you could have done. And then the dude, the last regime paid forty million dollars to or whatever. He, he he caught one ball in the last four games.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no, okay, that, so this is, that's, that's, that's not a lot to work with. But and I want to be no, confused, but that is what it is. Versus what guys If you were facing this week?
0: Yeah. So this is interesting, right? So what we are saying is that if because we're really kind of just projecting, right? We're just we're we are assuming that if the coach had let's just say in the hypothetical world, Shepard and Robinson, right? Let's just use those two. Shepard's been out since, you know, God knows how long it was, you know, so I I can't even count him. But, you know, let's just say if they had one of those two receivers. We are projecting that the team would, in these situations, that they're quote-unquote being conservative would be more aggressive. We're making an assumption on that where, like, I kind of think that, you know, this might be like a window into his soul a little bit. Like you kind of – it's one of those things like you sort of get revealed in moments of stress and, you know, he's sort of living it now in real time and we're kind of seeing some of this stuff unless we are saying that if he had those other guys, he would be making different decisions. I don't know the answer to that. Oh,
1: I'm not, I'm not going that far. So I'm not saying that. I was just looking at the situation before half. Uh, what base was referring to i was saying okay the go goal they going conservative in that particular series i i just wanted to say to base and you i i, I got it personally i got to go back to the game and see what was the personnel on the field however they lined up i mean who was who was on the outside because i don't remember and also what you know what uh washington was in but i'm not saying oh yeah our season offensively is going to be a turnaround because we're missing a couple of guys. I'm not saying that at all. Hell no, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is uh, what happened in that particular series, but I also know at the same time, I mean, if your Darius Slayton is your best wide receiver and they had the stats during the game that he has the highest drop rate, I mean, high, right. I, mean I mean, I think they, they kind of know that being an analytical team, right? That's why they brought him in with like, Joe Shane because wasn't analytical. I mean, everybody knows that now, you know?
0: Hey, you know, listen. They've been throwing the bums since like week three, and they're still throwing the bums now. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not like the quality of the bums have changed. Like they it's been pretty much the same set of dudes, All right? Right. And but, the but, but that happened, they were doing in like week five. Yeah. You know, but what do you feel
1: about? Like, let me think got, about this because somebody brought this point up last week. Somebody brought this point last week uh, when Beliger came back, and that was a game Dates was at the Jacksonville game where like the Giants flow, the offense up until that point was okay. Up until that point in the season, you know, it, you know, this is his first game Bat Bellinger, you know, you think he gets back, you know, he gets more reps, uh, more uh, targets, uh, more comfortable with that eye now because, because somebody said, I thought that was a great point. Ever since he went down in that Jacksonville game, the offense, Attack mode has gotten more conservative as well, and then you add on the Wondell Robinson injury because he started to uh, get a little comfortable with uh, Jones. You know, they had a little rapport. Uh, I'm not saying this is the 1997 Minnesota Vikings. I'm not or '98 Vikings. I'm not saying oh, no. that at all. I'm just saying there are certain guys. You know, like I think there is something to that. To these guys not. You know, going third and now they were moving some of the chains up up into that Jacksonville game until Bellinger and I got hurt in that first half.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the margins, you know, in terms of let's just say blocking or just being able to just you know complete yeah. a five yard pass, uh, you know, because like I said, I don't, I don't think they've thrown the Bellinger anything beyond five yards any this season. I could be wrong. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Right. Like, has he has he caught a pass like? Uh, like, in the air, like, over 10 yards? Like, I don't think so off the top nah, of my head. Not I, could, I mean, I could check. Yeah. So, it's sort of at the margins. But, you know, at this point, you know, we're – you know, the Giants are kind of – they need every little thing right now to go right. And to this point, you know, they need everything to go right and not have, like – they can't have a penalty. Basically, if there's a holding penalty or an illegal man downfield – or they get back to five or ten yards, as, as we saw in the game. Like, right. the Feliciano penalty basically killed the the chances of winning as it played out. You know, like, they literally can't have anything go wrong. And, unfortunately, because of, you know, the, the type of type of roster that they've got, there are going to be these situations where, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to just, you know, play clean, penalty-free. And so, you've got to get some explosive play. That's, you know, that's sort of the theme of, you know, going forward here with this team like explosion you need explosion to make up for occasional things that will happen in the course of a game
1: yeah bakes you have any thoughts because i actually want to talk on that feliciana point but i want to i'll go after bakes on that
0: um
1: about the about the uh the, the the unsportsmanlike
2: i think it was i think that was a shitty call um Flexing, there's no way flexing, if, and especially not towering over someone, should be a call. I think it was dumb. Um, I, I'm not going to blame Felician over that because if, if if that if that's taunting, then when when Ezekiel Elliott runs for a first down and he and he and he scoops like he's eaten things up, that should be taunting too. That should be taunting too. Any any emotions or adulation. After a play that's not a touchdown should be taunting, so it's bullshit. You know when somebody sacks mm-hmm. a quarterback and they dance and they gyrate, it's dumb, right? <laughs> but it's not; they don't call a penalty. So why is that a penalty?
0: Like because the when to it happens.
2: Uh huh. Because when it happened, what it's, happened,
0: Carl? So it, now the now the the ruling is subjective, right? But what. The way, the way now the way it happened on TV, I have to see the all twenty-two of how this played out as well. When he got the first down, the referees saw Feliciano running up to where there were three Washington defenders within like about a foot of where he was, and that's when he flexed to my man on the, on the side. So if you were like so if you're just sort of like watching it, like one can interpret it subjectively as like, "Yo, what's this man doing?" and that's where the flag came out. Like he put himself in a position where it was too close on the margin to where that call could be made. Like, I I could see a scenario. I could see situations. Let's say, like, 30% of the time that call would have been made, and that was one of those 30%.
2: Okay. I mean, all right, so we we can see it as ever different. Because I, in me personally, when Ezekiel Elliott gets handed off the ball and he runs through the line and he runs through the, the, the linebackers and he knocks them over and gets 10 yards and he gets up, and he scoops up. I'm eating up yards. That That's not taunting because he's not flexing. That's saying I'm eating y'all up. It's so if it's subjective, it, it shouldn't be subjective because he's not playing with them. So I just think it's bullshit. But, you know, either or we can agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, hey, I don't think
0: that hey, alone they gave us a caused list, the game. Yeah, Bakes, yeah, they gave us a list, if they gave, if they gave all the, the – if they if they outlined, like, like don't do, and then like had like a list, and then we can always we can refer right. to them and be like, okay, this is what it is. All right, cool. Let's we we know what's going on. Let's go. But because it's subjective, quote unquote, you know, you know, air quotes here, that sort of leaves right. it up to someone's sensitivity, rest, right? And I can't I can't roll yeah, with exactly. that. Exactly,
2: because when a, when when, a, when when a lineman sacks a quarterback and he's gyrating and shaking his hips and twirling around and doing all that shit, that's not taunting.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: I see taunting like I score a touchdown or a big down and I run over to the side of the opponent and jarring and pointing at them and stuff like that. Or getting in someone's face. Standing over someone. And and that's, that's, to me, that's a that's a college call. They shouldn't even be called in the NFL. They're grown men.
1: I agree with you, man. I mean, they set the tone in the preseason. Remember they had those uh, – the Patriots uh, receiver caught those touchdowns on the cornerback for the Giants. It was Williams, I believe. And, and yeah, he barely yeah. did anything. Well, and they threw the flag. Here's another
2: example. Here's another example. When Tyreek Hill scores and he throws back the peace sign, that's not taunting. The deuces. Yeah, we throw up the deuces. Yeah, it, that's taunting.
0: It, it, and sometimes that, it's, I, I think it's all one. I would consider that, that taunting. Yeah, but you yeah, know I, who's to the blame they, for for I mean, this rule? This.
1: Who's that? Who
2: that?
0: that? Hey. Who? The, the owner of the Giants. He was the one that requested this particular <laughs> rule. If you remember, go if you Google John Mara.
2: A fucking, oh, he's a dinosaur.
1: So,
0: <laughs> they just want
2: you to score hey. like Barry Sanders and hand the ball off. You can't, you can't call one and don't call the other. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, so he put uh, he put this in motion to put it in, you know, to have this rule, whatever this rule is, to police, I guess, uh-huh. conduct, and now here we are not knowing on a weekly basis what may be called and what might not be called on a you know. So hey, you reap what you show what what you sow.
1: Yeah, I agree. I got one point I got one point. I got one point I want to say about the Feliciano, um, and then we'll get to the picks. Um and this is about the defensive line. I think they did a good job. I'm talking about the Eagles, uh, bringing in Adamica Sue. And I think they're going to do a lot of rotation because they're older bodies. Fred Chikos and Adam Kassou are older veterans. Uh, I mean, they could probably play 80% snaps as old veterans, but they're probably going to be rotating. I and mean, this is where Feliciano and Dulensky, Um I don't think they're going to have – I don't think they're as ferocious as Payne and Allen for the uh, commanders, but I think they're definitely serviceable. But what I did like, what I saw out of the Giants in the first half versus the Commanders, where and this is what they should be doing anyway, despite because of the Rocks, don't, they don't have the game breakers anyway. Ronda, like, I think they could have a little bit of daylight. Let's say Barkley, worst case scenario, he does not play. I mean, he might play, but because they said it's a neck, we don't even know. There's multiple mixed reports about that. You know, Ronda Rock with Brita and, and Brian, well, I, I've seen Brian, Brian, uh, get him, get some good runs Gary Brightwell gets some decent runs in limited action. And, and running backs, it, 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 you, you kind of – it's a rhythm. You you, you got to know when to lead blocks, or run, the, follow guys, know the calls and all that other stuff to read and react. And But that's another thing about the Giants, too, that I think we we kind of forget that when Evan Neal got hurt, it kind of sets the continuity back of the line for several weeks. And we're still kind of chasing our tail on that because after early on in the year when we were – Six and two, five and two, whatever. The offensive line was playing well uh, until Evan Neal got hurt, and he just kind of, kind of catch up, or play catch up with Tyre, Tyre Phillips in there as his backup, and then Nick Gates came back. So it's been a kind of a, a line shuffle uh, this season as well. Uh, let's get to the uh, the picks and for this week, and then we'll get back to some final thoughts and we can we can wrap it up. Let's see who did, who did I say we got the Vikings at the Lions. We got the, uh, let's see, what did I say? Dolphins at the Chargers. We got the Patriots at the Cardinals. And we got Eagles at Giants. So let me, uh, I'll say it one more time because I'm, I'm gonna look for Lady Blue's uh, picks. I forgot where I, I wrote them down somewhere. Uh, Vikings at Lions. Uh, Vikings at Lions. Dolphins at Chargers. Patriots at the Cardinals. Eagles at the Giants and Carl. We will lead off with you. I get uh, while I'll, while you lead, uh, lead off. I will go find Lady Blue's picks because I know I wrote it around somewhere. You got to find a way. I got All a right, quick
2: question. It. I got quick. I got quick question. And and forgive my ignorance. When we when mm-hmm. we pick the comp, when we pick the numbers one through four is one the
0: high or one the low? Oh, it's the one.
1: Uh, it's low, the low. Low,
0: low. It's the
1: low. Okay.
0: So in, in this case, uh, give me Philadelphia 4, Detroit 3, Chargers 2, <laughs> Patriots 1.
1: I'm sorry, I was busy laughing because you ain't playing, man. You said Eagles are right on Fritz. <laughs> Say that again. You got Eagles
0: 4. Yeah, yeah. Eagles 4. And it would be 40 if I had that, too. Um, Detroit 3, Chargers <laughs> 2, and uh, Patriots 1.
2: Alright, um, oh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Vikings 3 um, I'm gonna do Finns 4 I'm gonna do Cards Cards 2 And um Giants 1 Okay, well we got to lose With another loss Alright,
1: let me see What did LB say? Shout out to Lady Blue Okay, she's still it down Minnesota is a 4 Miami is a three. That's bat to bat with games on the west coast for those guys. Let's see. Arizona's a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! LB went with the Eagles. Oh shit! it is bad. He <laughs> rarely goes against the Giants. He ain't playing. All right, shout out to LB. I went. Oh man, I went Patriots four, Vikings three. Charges to Eagles one. I'll get uh, Chris's picks later. Uh, I'll get his picks later. We'll get final thoughts. Carl, we'll get some final thoughts. Uh, you know, this game, NFL as a whole, your final thoughts, and then we'll go to Bakes, and then we'll wrap up. Shout out to you guys.
0: You know, I don't know if you caught this this week, but the uh, general manager, and this is non-Giants related, but it, but it kind of relates to it. Um, the Tennessee Titans general manager was fired on Monday. Um for some very unique reasons uh, that, that hadn't been reported. But part of it might have been him trading A.J. Brown to Philadelphia and then right. basically torching them. And that's sort of a cautionary tale in terms of whether you believe in the quarterback or not because the re- part of the reason why they had to get rid of him is because they're paying their mediocre quarterback $30 million. And even though that team had a pretty good roster, they've had to sort of deconstruct it because of that. And so that sort of leads me to where we are going forward, because if you don't totally believe that the guy that's under center is going to be worth what you're going to be paying him, the Tennessee Titans, despite going to the playoffs, which will be for the fourth straight year this season, there is sort of a shelf life to what is going to happen to your particular team. And that's something that the Giants and the fans should really consider um, going forward here.
1: Yeah, that's, that is bad. Like, there was one touchdown call in that game. Shout out to you, Carl. There was one touchdown A.J. Brown call. I mean, he was literally by himself, and I don't think there was a defender 20 yards from him. And I think that was probably the moment the Tennessee Titans general manager got fired. Like, it was official Monday, but he probably got fired at that moment on Sunday. That is that is bad. Like, when you're a guy you drafted torches you like that, and you traded him to the team that torched you, that, that is that. Good point, man. It's great to hear from you, man. Shout-out to you, Carl. Uh, Bates, let's get final thoughts. There you got Sean with us. We'll get Sean on and get his picks and his thoughts in the game. But, Bates, we'll get final thoughts for you first, sir. Final thoughts. Um,
2: i just looking like – when I started back in, you know, week one, I said I wanted to see improvement. We've been digressing. This is an opportunity against – you know, an admirable foe, a, you know, a division foe to see how we execute. I know we don't have, we're not full strength, and we're suffering through injuries, and we're in a slump right now. But I want to see how the ball is going to react, how he's going to coach his team up, and how he's going to motivate them to play. Like you said, it might be an alert game for a laydown game, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I hope they just fight. They may just end up being short, but I hope they come out and fight. Bleed blue.
1: Bleed blue. Yeah, hey, listen, man. One more thing. with the front line, is any news you want to share and any, any uh, update on things you guys got going on you want to put out there right now as far as, you know, uh, you know if, even if you want to recap things you guys marvelously done this year, you know, you can't get enough credit. They're still talking about the tailgated Jacksonville. I still get hit up like, damn, yeah, that shit was popping bigs and them cats no big deal. Yeah. But.
2: Um, I just want to say I want to thank everyone who came out and supported. We had a great turnout that weekend. Um, probably was the probably the best weekend we had so far. In um, the frontliners, uh, everyone uh, had good turnout with the community service, with the meet and greet. So it was a great turnout. Uh, if you didn't miss if you missed it, check us out online: NYG Frontliners, um, Frontliners NYG on Twitter, and the Frontliners on. Facebook uh, we had a raffle giveaways on the meet and greet um, and we just had a tremendous time we had a we had a DJ spinning with us uh, on the tailgate great time great food drinks and we came back to the tailgate after the win and you know we had a great time nothing right now planned uh, we're just taking some much needed off time to relax and enjoy the rest of the season I'm not traveling anymore and shout out to all the other frontliners that's still traveling and representing at games um, I want a big shout out to all the crews that came out and supported us, DMV, uh, Big Blue Wrecking Crew, um, uh, Big Blue of Arizona, uh, you know, our peoples out in Chicago, uh, folks out in Dallas, you know, everybody that came out and support and continued to support and show love, man. We had a great year in terms of tailgating and just look out for more. We're still going to try to figure out what we're going to do for 2023 and probably go into the draft and see how we're going to take it from there. But to stay on top of everything is follow us on all our social media platforms and um, continue to bleed blue.
1: Cool, man. Shout out to the base. You heard the man shout Definitely out to Definitely, thank you. Thank on. you we to, to you know,
2: yeah. thank you to you too as well, Steve, Steve and, and, and the professor no, no, no. for having this platform for us to talk sports, you know, we appreciate it.
1: Thank you. And thank you to call and thank you to Sean as well as we bring on Sean, because is a big glue to this as well. Shout out to Sean as we bring you on, man. Um, can you, we got about a minute left, but can you give us your thoughts on the game? I, want to, I would definitely love to hear your opinion, and just in a summary level because we're wrapping up, Sean. But also, we can, let's, let's, let's start like this. Let's get your, let's get your picks. We got to write that down officially. So we got the Vikings at the Lions. We had the uh, uh, Dolphins at the Chargers, Patriots at the Cardinals, and Eagles at the Giants. Um. Good gosh! Lions three. What was the other two besides the Giants? Right, uh We got uh, I'm uh, Char- um, glad Chargers. Miami at the yeah. L.A. Chargers. Miami at and then, two. Uh, Patriots at Cardinals. Miami two. Uh, Patriots, uh, uh, Patriots at the uh Cardinals. And my last pick, yeah, yeah. Patriots one, and my last pick, Giants four. That's right. You heard me, four. We gonna win this game. Oh, you're right, but, man. Yeah, everybody went against you, man. Well, no base no bases with you. I just went with, with a one with the Eagles, man. What's that? Uh, four, three, two. Okay, you got this right. Okay, how do you look at this game, real quick, as we wrap up? It's gonna be close. They always play close games when they're away from home. They're not juggernauts, and that's all we need. Everything gonna come straight, and just just watch what we do. We getting this one strong folks. I got this. One-man chain gang, I'm going to be out. Well, not out there, but I'm going to be out and about in L.A. with all my gear on. We got this one. I love I love the energy, man. I hope you're right, man. I actually, I mean, of course I want to win, but really want to win this game. I know Chris really wants to win this game. Carl, Bakes, Sean, myself, Steve, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You can follow those guys on IG or Twitter. The pages, you know, for the prime across the social media platforms, Bleed Blue Show, they'll hear the episode. And reshare, retweet uh, these episodes. Uh Sunday for the postgame, game uh, after the game, hopefully no tie. Bleed blue.
0: Can you dig it? Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah.
1: Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee